0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Target Focus Life Podcast. Hope you all had a great Christmas and we're rolling into the new year, which is always exciting. It's a time where we can think about how we're going to do things different, how we're going to be better in the new year, and we often set new year resolutions. This is my resolution. I'm going to stick to it this year, but we all laugh. We all set resolutions, but we all kind of laugh and joke because resolutions most of the time don't work. But what if the problem isn't the fact that resolutions don't work, but more so how we approach resolutions. I read a book not too long ago called the 12 week year, and this book really changed thinking on how to approach goals. And so we're going to go through this book today and I'm super excited because I have my good friend, Nathan Petron, that's going to be joining for the podcast. This is the first TFL dual podcast interview. So with that, Nathan, welcome to the podcast. Morning. Good to be Good to here. See Good to see you, brother. How was Christmas? It was
1: fantastic. It's always, uh, I don't know. We, uh, always have a ton of fun. I got five kids and, uh, yeah, it's a special, it's a special time. Kids are excited. I think my wife got me a few too many things. She, did, I didn't tell you this. she got me a K four pack Exo mountain gear, K four pack.
0: I have no idea what that is, but it sounds expensive.
1: It was very expensive. I was, uh, I was speechless. She's like, "What do you think's in that box?" I'm like, uh, "Not a clue." And I open it up, and I'm like, uh, "Where'd you get the money for that?"
0: <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, but I've already heard the story because our wives talk, and then I hear from my wife. Like, this is what went on at the uh, Petron house. I see so. how it is. Yeah, I, I get both sides. Well, I'm excited to do this podcast with you, Nathan. We've known each other for quite a while, and you're a lot like me, where. You like to read books. You like to listen to podcasts. You're always kind of trying to pursue growth, learn. And, uh, you know, so it helps you in the business and life. Right. And uh, of all the years that we've discussed, what we've been reading, what we've been listening to. Did you ever think we would hop on a podcast and record it and then put it out for the world to see?
1: Uh, I can't say I've ever I don't. I can't
0: say that one's ever crossed my mind. Yeah, this is pretty fun because uh Everything we've done up to this point is be behind closed doors, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've and done now lots we're...
1: of stuff over lots of years. I mean, way back in the day, filming, uh, Tart- Gould, Gould Brothers content, shoot six, seven, eight years ago. But yeah, I don't think I ever thought podcast was on the on the list
0: on the horizon. Yeah, I originally met Nathan at church, and that's a whole different story. Won't get into that, uh, but it involves cowboy boots and just a random meeting at a tiny country church and. Nathan eventually became uh, did a lot of video work for Aaron and I, my brother, on the Gould Brothers channel. And then uh, Nathan moved away to Sheridan, Wyoming. But i, I got to give you a quick introduction. Nathan has uh, got a lot going on. He's an entrepreneur, runs several businesses. Uh, one of those is you do wedding photography and videography. You do real estate uh, photography and videography. Right? In fact, aren't you working on a course right now to help other people build their business doing real estate photography and, and videography?
1: I am, yeah. I think that's one of the things we're going to be talking about here shortly on this 12-week 12 12 week year thing, because I've had uh, three years now with annual uh, New Year's resolutions, if you will, on getting this thing going. It's been on my mind a lot, and it's never gained any amount of traction, momentum, anything, because the new year's resolutions. I think the statistic is like 90% of new year's, res- 91% of new year's resolutions fail. Um, and uh, you know, I've done through lots of goal setting things in the past and they, uh, there's some good things with dates set and stuff like that. And I've, I have, you know, had some success, but uh, not on this. So this is my 12 week year, which we'll be talking about shortly going, going through on this course. So, yep.
0: Yeah. I- I'm super stoked. I've already applied this book to one 12 week year and had some great success with that and we'll talk about that in a little bit but to finish out the introduction of of nathan you also help your wife run her business which is sweet tia's macarons and i, I don't want to minimize anything you do nathan but if you ever get to the sheridan wyoming area you must find some sweet tia's macarons <laughs> Those you, you must. yes I w- dynamite
1: they are maybe too addictive um but yeah, yeah, how do you keep your are... figure
0: at home? You you have access to these macarons all the time. To- how do you how do you I,
1: I kinda contribute them to longevity? You know, a macaron or two a day take,
0: keeps a doctor away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll revisit that discussion in about 15 years here and see if, yeah. if that's true. But if okay, so I talk to a lot of people and I'm we're getting distracted. Target focused, <laughs> we're not right now. But these macarons, they're like little pastry cookie things. And if you've had them, maybe you've bought them at Costco or whatever, a big box, and you've had them, and you're like, ah, nothing nothing special. You have not tried Sweet Tia's macarons, because these little cookie deals, one, they're beautiful. The presentation is awesome. She does a great job with that. But once you have one, you're just like, I need more. I need more. <laughs> and uh, we got a chance to hang out with each other just a few weeks ago, uh, doing some pheasant hunting in North Dakota with uh, each other and our wives. And... Uh, I think I got my annual fix of macarons, so but that was a great time. I was surprised how many ate that one night. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They are, they are delicious. They are pretty so, good. So to jump into the book, because really, we're going to discuss the book, but the hope out of this podcast is that the listeners, the viewers, are encouraged by what we found in the book, and that they'll actually pick it up themselves and approach their goals and their their resolutions in a totally different way. I'm a big goal setter. I I always believe in goals. I believe in just even writing things, creating vision and then writing a goal down, even without a plan is better than not having a goal. But the downside of that is, and I think this is where a lot of people get trapped is you set that resolution and it doesn't happen and you do that year after year and you kind of get to a place where you're, you just, what's the point? It doesn't matter. Right, yeah, I, I just this is my life. and, and that's not living a target focused life. A target focused life is trying to always improve, always be better, live an intentional life. And, and this book blew me away. It's definitely in the last number of years, one of the top books I've read. So with that, Nathan, what was uh, what were some of the concepts, some of the things that stood out to you in this book?
1: Yeah, I think, well, like you said, you know, we, we've set so many New Year's resolutions, you know, it's been part of our culture, you know, uh, I'm in my 40s now, you know, and we just I've heard about it my whole life. You know, new Year's resolutions, what's your New Year's resolutions this year? And then, you know, but then every year and it seems like more and more, there's always a the talk of people saying how New Year's resolutions fail, you know, but at the same time, it's always this new year and all the stuff out there, this is going to be the best year yet, you know, type of thing. Um, and then I think we beat ourselves up a little bit, you know, sometimes year in review, we can beat ourselves up because we look at last year, you know, and maybe we didn't accomplish any of our New Year's resolutions or any of our goals. Um, so the concept with this book, as, as I was reading it, you know, and I think we read this book like six or seven years ago it was the first time I think you introduced it to me back when I was still even in Minnesota. And... Never went very far with it, but it was good, you know, and then we just kind of got refreshed on it this year, but then real neat concept here is you're taking 12 months and you're looking at it as 12 weeks instead of 12 months. So you're taking that goal um, and sizing it in a way that it can be accomplishable in 12 weeks. And then there's action plans in the book, which we'll probably get into, you know, as far as the second half of the book um, in a weekly action plans rather than just having and i've done it so many years where i have you know and i've followed lots of different goal setting things you know with new year's if not just new year's resolutions maybe just goals in general you know what's my goals this year and uh you know and some of the goals set things would be like you know what's your accomplished date on this goal so you know by april 1st i want to have this goal done and by september 1st i want to have this goal done because you know maybe I think a real important thing, too, in goal setting is having goals in all areas of your life, not just financial, you know, spiritual, health, family, relationships, financial, that kind of a thing. But anyways, um, by looking at it in an annual perspective, even if I have those deadlines out there, these arbitrary deadlines that I've written down on a piece of paper, because I'm looking at it annually, there's never any urgency to take the next step. So, you know, January 1st goes around and we're still in the holiday cycle, at least I am of, you know, taking a little bit of a break off and stuff like that. And next thing I know, January is gone and I'm like, oh, well, and then things start to get busy, you know, so then it's like you don't get into that again. And the, the difference here with this 12 week year is it's kind of genius in the fact that I only have 12 weeks to get this done. And by, dr- by writing this out in this 12-week time frame, I got to take action next week. You know, otherwise, it ain't going to get done. <laughs> right. And the actionable, the the worksheets in the book of writing these down, and it, this is a real-world example. So I'm using this 12-week year going into trying to create this course for um, real estate photography, videography, 3D tours. I've got this different approach to it, which I think would be real valuable to a lot of people. Um, so thinking through this 12-week year thing, you know, January 1st, that brings me to roughly April 1st, you know, the end of March. And when I'm looking at it on an annual perspective, I think that, oh, yeah, got lots of time. Let's get that done. Well, when I actually take it and write it down in this 12-week year, I have to film so many so many modules inside this course, if you will. Um, and I had thought over the, even the last month of December, I thought, yeah, if I can film one a week, you know, that'll be pretty good progress, la, 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 and April 1st, is a good launch date. I actually take it to the 12-week year of having a launch date at the end of these 12 weeks, and I work back through the action steps on a weekly on a weekly basis, and one video a week ain't going to get me there. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, you know what? I got to do three videos a week, You know, and so it's kind of it really helped me look at it again in this perspective of 12 weeks, because I've always had I could get done three months. I get done three months until you actually write it out, which this book will help you do um, on this weekly action step basis. That's what was real genius and real eye opener for me is, hey, and then it keeps you accountable every week. You're going to do a scorecard every week. and in, in grade yourself and it's kind of makes it gameable too, you know, and keeps keeps you keeps you going, keeps you motivated. So I'm super excited to be going into um, an, a new 12 week year thing here right at the right at the first. So.
0: And speaking of being held accountable, I mean, when when you get on a podcast and say you're going to do something, Nathan, when you say I'm yeah. going to make this course and it's it's, it's going to be, be launching, yeah. it's going to be <laughs> launching around uh, April first timeframe. Dang. You know, hopefully, some people watch this and they're, they're maybe that's for why you course. asked
1: me to be on this podcast because you've heard me for the
0: last three years say I'm gonna do this and, <laughs> and I haven't done it.
1: So,
0: <laughs> yeah, when when would now be a good time? Uh, so, yeah, the a, a few things that stood out to me about this book, and I think what you said w- was great, uh, a great kind of summary of the book and how, um, you know, it stood out to you. The number one factor holding people back isn't knowledge. It's not their intellect. It's not their strategies or uh, their talent or luck, right? We hear the, the, the saying, knowledge is power, but it's really not unless you act on it. So this book is really about implementation. It's really about taking consistent action. And the biggest challenge that I've seen with goal setting now, again, I'm huge on goals and I've written goals down before in my notebook. I usually have a kind of a notebook deal like this that i write thoughts ideas i've written goals not never revisited them and then at the end of the year went back and be like oh i actually did that i actually did that because i think just a little bit of intentionality can go a long ways but i I don't think it's enough generally speaking um because i've said a lot of especially when you have
1: a big goal yeah i think you know
0: Right. It, it, yeah, it depends what the goal is, but I've written a lot of things in these books and then never accomplished them because um, they weren't at the forefront. I didn't have a good action plan. The time frame was too long. And, and this book is really about taking, don't take a year and say, I'm going to lose 12 pounds, right? Take 12 weeks and say, I'm going to lose 12 pounds. And then week one, here's what I'm going to do. Week two, here's what I'm going to do. Week three, then grade yourself, hold yourself accountable, And I'll talk about one of my success stories in a little bit with this book. But just a few other things that really stood out is in the book, it says annual goals and plans are often a barrier to high performance. And that kind of made me step back. It's like annual goals and plans are a barrier to high performance. Uh, But really what it gets into is that you you have this annualized thinking. When you have annualized thinking, you have this time frame or horizon that's too far out and it doesn't create enough urgency to do today what you need to do. And what we have is today. We don't have tomorrow or next month or next year. We have today. And that's where action takes place. And I think when it comes to action, one of the major areas we we come up short is that big goals to do things that we've never done before, to accomplish things we've never done before often requires us to leave our comfort zone, right? We have to do the uncomfortable things. And when our horizon is too far out, it's easy to procrastinate the uncomfortable. But when we look at our weekly p- plan and it says, I'm going to make these three calls, right? Let's say we're trying to grow our business and, and you got to make some big, big calls, big connections, but it makes you uncomfortable because you could be rejected because, you know, it could go wrong, whatever. But when it's in that weekly plan, you're just kind of like, well, if I don't do it now, then another week's gone. And I only got 12 weeks, so not a complicated concept in this book of the 12-week year. But when you read through it, you're just like, huh, that makes so much sense. That makes sense on why you know I've struggled with reaching these goals in the past. And if I would just do these simple things, like I would accomplish much more in 12 weeks than I often do in a year. Not
1: only that, but you've got four 12-week years in an actual calendar year. So even if, and if you look at it that way, it's like, hey, I've got a new New Year's at the end of the 12 weeks. So even if that, you know, if it didn't work out quite the way you wanted to, let's review it and get excited about another set of 12 weeks coming up, you know, because it's so easy to even on, I and mean, we were so annual thinking in our culture and just the way what we do, business, whatever, that even if we did accomplish something, on our goal sheet for the year, New Year's resolution, um, or we didn't and got frustrated. Either we didn't, we got frustrated and we let it go and we don't even think about it till the next December, January, or we did accomplish it and we don't think about anything else because we accomplished that. Well, either way here, we've got four of these cycles in the course of a year so hey, we accomplished it. Now let's see what else we can accomplish this year. I mean, let's get four times the amount done in a year, or maybe we didn't accomplish the twelve week, our goal in our twelve week year. But hey, let's get excited about it at the end of March and let's do it again. You know, rather than waiting till next year.
0: Well, a couple of concepts to point out with that that I think are are genius is when you narrow it down to twelve week year. One, it increases your focus. Right, you you get more focused. On a shorter period of time but if if your goal doesn't if you don't reach your goal you can look at your plan right and one of two things happened one you executed your plan very well at a high rate like 80 percent and you're going to score your your plan as you go through this book it'll tell you how to do that score your plan every week did i execute and if you executed and you didn't reach your goal you had a plan that wasn't um wasn't good enough to reach your goal, right? But if you look at your plan and you're like, I executed at about 25%, you know the problem wasn't the plan, it was your execution or lack thereof. And so I like that. So it gets you to reevaluate things on a more consistent basis. Um, It it narrows your focus because I'm guilty of, I go into a new year and I'm like, I got this health goal, I got this relationship goal, I got this spiritual goal, spiritual disciplines, I, I have business goals. I end up with seven, eight different goals and, and I'm kind of doing none of them. Well, I'm bouncing all over. So I think just to take a shorter period of time, focusing on one thing at a time, um, a lot of folks will see a lot different results. And I'm excited for viewers to actually implement this. In fact, Nathan, in the, and viewers in the podcast notes of this episode, I created just a couple page document that kind of walks you through filling out a worksheet for a 12 week goal and then having a weekly plan. And then you can also score that weekly plan. So in the notes, you can download that it's free. And I would love to hear from viewers, listeners on what they are going to accomplish in their 12 weeks. And then after the fact, I'd love to hear some stories. I think it'd be super cool to have a a viewer listener on here in 12, 13 weeks saying, Hey. You know, I did the 12 week year and here's what I did. And, and this is what I learned out of it. What other concepts, um, stand out to you out of this book?
1: Yeah. Well, in going back to just that too, you know, you'd mentioned maybe at the end of the 12 weeks, you know, maybe you found you only had 25%. So you got to look at things differently, you know, but maybe it's, you know, I know we talked about this pre-show too, but maybe it's at that point you got to look at and reflect back and go is. You know, if you didn't accomplish that, or, you know, I mean, what were the reasons? What, you know, you got to have a big enough why in order to accomplish any big goal. Um, and that brings back to Steve's earlier, some of his earlier podcasts on vision. Maybe you need to go back and listen to his first couple of podcasts, you know, on vision, stuff like that before you even go and write one of these dwellers. You know, what's, you got to have a big enough why in order to accomplish any of these things too. So just wanted to throw that out there. But yeah,
0: I, I have that in my notes because that was... As I'm reading through this book, I like the concepts, but there were so many things that really affirmed what I already thought. Like the the note here I have says, the critical first step is creating and maintaining a compelling vision. And that's the the first pillar of target-focused life is creating that vision, having that strong vision in your mind's eye of the future. A- and that helps connect, like you said, Nathan, to your why. Why do I want to do this? Why, why do I want to lose 12 pounds it can't just be to lose 12 pounds there has to be a, a strong enough why and and maybe your why is because my body's a temple of god and i want to be full of energy so i can live at a high level serve other people you know and like you create that vision that it's it's more than losing 12 pounds it's so much more than that um so thanks for yeah, bringing absolutely. that up and i think of what the the strong why like you mentioned that compelling vision that allows us to to, to take uncomfortable actions. We, we want to live in comfortable so often I'm guilty too, but to do hard things. And if your goals are worthwhile, there should be some hard elements to them. It shouldn't be easy, right? Cause if it's easy, you're not maximizing your potential and whatever it is you're doing. Yep. Yep. That strong, why that compelling vision helps us do things that are uncomfortable. Yeah yeah so it's
1: back to your your second question as far as other concepts i think i mean the biggest takeaway we already touched on that for me i think was the action items is just the the weekly scorecard. i think was big for me i mean there's because i mean and i follow a lot of success things too whatever but you know our we're so easily distracted especially in today with with i mean electronics and social media and phones and phone calls and texts and emails and as a solopreneur, you know, there's it's so easy to just get distracted. One, just from the regular distractions. But then it's also so easy to just work in your business and not on your business. Um, it, 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 yeah. <laughs> we A guy I follow, Darren Hardy, talks about the monkey brain. And we're so many things distracted by our monkey brains. It's like, oh, what's that? Oh, what's that over there? Oh, my phone. Oh, this person likes me. This person doesn't like me. <laughs> so I really, really, really like the, the scorecard concepts in the, tr- the weekly tracking. I mean, without that, without that, it still just becomes another time frame, 12 weeks, same thing as a year to get things done without, you know, it, it don't you can't go into it thinking, hey, we're going to just take our one year and bring it down to 12 weeks. And do a 12-week year and that's just our time frame i think you got to take it into and you might go into this examples with your first 12-week thing you know um but your weekly action items you know and and that scorecard i think is was the biggest takeaway for me in the book um because the concept's great you read the first half of the book and it'll, you'll get super excited about the concept it's it is it's so simple but yet so mm-hmm. eye-opening at the same time what really is the actionable, the second half of the book, the actionable is what really is like, okay, it's more than just a cool idea. It's like, this is how we can actually implement it and get things done with that weekly scorecard and, week- and tracking.
0: Yeah. I, I think so many of us have the inherent a uh, feeling and belief, especially this time of year, like I'm capable of more. I'm capable of a higher level of living than I'm at now. But I think we don't want to jump into it because we don't have the toolkit or we've failed too many times in the past and we want to protect ourselves from failure. And, uh, this book does a phenomenal job, but you helped set up a a great segue there, Nathan, about coming up short and kind of the trappings of being an entrepreneur, which both of us, uh, run our own businesses. And so I'll, I'll kick things off with how I've come up short in the past, setting, setting annual goals, some of the things I've struggled with, and then we'll, That will segue into how we're applying this book, how I've applied it, how you're working on applying it, and then uh, who this is really for. So how have I come up short? Uh, time for Steve to be vulnerable. Okay. (laughs) I love new ideas. I love creating ideas. I love to live in a world of possibilities. Yes. And yes. And I get so much energy from that, but. I can look back now through my adult life and realize that I start creating bridges, right? I have an idea. I'm gonna put energy into it. It's gonna start going out and creating a bridge, but then I don't finish that bridge and I jump to the next new idea and the next new idea and the next new idea without ever finishing. And I guess that would be a prime example of losing your target focus, right? Starting off with a vision and then going a direction but not finishing, not executing consistently to finish. That's been a major trapping of mine. And I think it comes down to a lack of consistent action. And this book by concentrating it down to a 12 week period has, has helped me. And the way I've been successful with that is this podcast. In fact, Nathan, I don't know how many years ago, we, I, I started bringing up podcasts. I'd like to do a podcast. I'd like to do a podcast. And I would say part of it was discernment. Reason I didn't because I had enough on my plate. The timing wasn't right. I didn't want to just add more to my plate without taking something off because somebody something I was sacrifices and often that's family. That's that's my kids. And so I, I would like to say I was intentional, but to be honest, there was also a fear. I've never done a podcast. I make videos about shooting guns, and now I'm going to get on here and speak about life. And I know when you, when you get out and start saying things of any significance, you're going to face one thing, and that's criticism. People are going to criticize you, and sometimes it's going to be people close to you and people you love that are actually your biggest critics. Um, and I, I would say that that kept me from doing the podcast, and it was actually last—no, it was this summer, wasn't it? That we were visiting mm-hmm. on your porch in yep. Wyoming, and, and we, I just brought up the idea, and you're like, yeah, I definitely think you need to do it. You just need to do it. And so I set a 12-week goal. I made my my 12-week plan. And I know I, I got behind on my plan. I started looking at it going, I'm a week behind. Holy crap. Like, I was supposed to do XYZ last week and I didn't. Now I need to make up for it. In one week, it created that urgency. You know, because I told you I was going to do it. I had accountability to, not that you're going to like, you're going to punish me if I don't. But I told you I was going to do it. I want to be a man of my word. And so... I was really blown away by how when I got behind, even even a couple days or a week, it really brought that urgency to, I said I was going to do this and I can do this. This is my plan. And I did it as I followed the plan and executed at a, at a pretty high level, definitely not 100 percent. But I laid it out pretty easy. You know, it's like, well, I need to come up with X. X number of video ideas, I need to download download a recording app, I need to figure how I'm going to edit, I need to figure out this, I need to figure out that, I need to figure out that, I need to record the first, you know, it's just... It was linear for me. And I, I did it. And the goal was actually to have a thousand downloads. Um, and I don't know that I met the time frame of a thousand downloads uh, by the time I wanted to have that. But shortly after that, I did. And I accomplished so much more in that 12 week period than I had the last three years thinking about a podcast. Um, So I've seen it work in my life. I'm excited to apply it for another 12 week period. It's actually going to be a 10 week period. I have to be honest because uh, I'm looking at my year and I already set up my vacation at 10 weeks uh, for this year. So I got a 10 week year coming up and then I'm going to be going, I'm Yeah. pressure's on. I'm going to be going to Maui. (laughs) Uh, but if I don't reach my goal, I will not enjoy Maui that's that's not true. I, I'm going to enjoy Maui <laughs> either way, but I'm going to, I'm going to reach my goal and um, I'm excited about that. And that's something the book talks about uh, real quickly here. You get done with your 12 week year, take a week to refresh, take a week to, to go on vacation or a few days, set your new 12 week year and then go into it. I think that's a cool concept as well because I, I like vacations. I like travel and I don't do it often throughout the year, <laughs> but uh, back to you, Nathan. How, how have you come up short? Like after reading this book and you evaluate your past, how have you come up short, uh, by not applying some of these principles and then, um, how do you plan to apply it in your life?
1: Yeah, the biggest, I mean, I haven't done the actual physical 12-week thing until yet. So Steve just went through to launch the podcast, and he had success in that. And when he was talking there, he didn't necessarily hit 100%. And that's another really thing that I really took away that, that really hit me in the book, too, that was a good takeaway, was they talk in there that you, this is designed on even your weekly scorecard, it's not designed to hit 100%. He They were talking, you know, he's talking in there that it for, Everybody that hits seventy to eighty percent um, on the weekly scorecard usually has success and hits you know and hits their goal. At least makes huge huge progress on their goal at the end of twelve weeks. So you don't have to hit hundred percent, but like Steve said, it creates that urgency. If you don't, you know, you look back and you're like, holy crap, I gotta get moving. You know, I didn't do last week what I needed to do to hit this twelve week thing. Um, so it, as far as challenges in the past, my biggest one has been focus and being caught working in my business not on my business because i run multiple businesses i'm a solopreneur and every one of them i it's so easy when the busy times to just get caught in the business and then i don't work on my business when you know we're talking about business goals here because that's my my big 12 week one coming up here is to launch to design and launch this course over the course of 12 weeks um, and that's a business goal. And that's a, one of the hardest ones. I had success last year. I had a weight loss goal and I hit that. In fact, I, I more than hit it. Um, and that was fantastic. You know, And I had a bigger why there and that that really helped out. But I also had like five other goals that never went anywhere because mm-hmm. they were an annual, annualized thinking, most of them in my business. And I got caught working in my business, not on my business. So um, I'm really excited about this going forward on this 12-week thing, putting this out there on the world on YouTube and on Steve's
0: podcast. Now I,
1: now I'm held accountable. I have to do it. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're gonna have a follow-up episode, Nathan. Um, there we go. A- after the 12 weeks, and we're gonna have you check in and, and tell us uh, <laughs> e- how you created success through it. You know, I think that'd yeah. be good too. Maybe you be. and and a few viewers, listeners that can report back on how their 12-week year went. And I think that's an encouragement to others because when you hear, you know, part of the reason, Nathan, I, I'm i going to speak for myself, but I'm guessing you as well. One of the reasons we like to read the books and listen to the podcast is because we hear about people that have done things well, and it's encouraging to us, right? Mm-hmm. When, when you learn that this person applied these principles and did these things, that inherent belief inside of us that we're, we're capable of more, we're capable of a higher standard of living that we're living now. Um, that's encouraging. And that's what I want yes. people to get out of this podcast and out of this book. Uh, again, the link is in the description. I highly encourage everyone really to go out and get this book. And that was one of the next questions I had is who is this book for? And And my opinion would be it's, it's for everyone. Would you agree? Everybody that's got any, anybody
1: that wants to make 2024 the best year ever. How about that? So, and it doesn't have to be, you can be working a nine to five um, and love your job. Um, So maybe it doesn't relate to you on a business side necessarily, but there's more than just business side. I mean, there's really five areas to focus on in life. There's, you know, your business, if if you're a business owner Um, there's, There's financial, there's personal relationships, there's spiritual, and then there's physical health. And that relates to everybody. There's nobody that doesn't fall in and can focus on at least four or five of those. And even business-wise, there's things you could do business-wise. But maybe, like I said, maybe you absolutely love where you're at, you know, working a nine-to-five, whatever that is. And that's not your highest priority, but maybe it's health, you know. Maybe you're fairly good health, but maybe you can eat better, you know. Maybe it's relationship. It's hard to have balance across all those. So I guarantee you there's some that need to be worked on. Um, and this can apply on all those because it's so easy, even on the health thing. I mean, that's actually the most famous one, probably, um, new year's resolutions is health. I could almost guarantee it. I don't know the statistic, but I bet you it is. And this was great for that. You know, let's lose 12 pounds over 12 weeks. So what are the action steps daily, weekly drink more water? Maybe is one of them exercise so many times a week. You know, those are real easy things to write down on this 12 week year, um, to, to have, to hit that goal. So I think it can, it's, it's relevant yeah. to everybody.
0: Yeah. in in the 12 week goal planning worksheet that you can access through the link in the show notes here, I actually put those different segments of life because I think that's so important. We're, we're integrated beings. So if you focus hundred percent on business, you might drive success in your business, but then you realize your relationships are, are floundering, you know, your relationship with your wife, your kids, your friends, whatever it is, uh, being intentional in all areas of your life, because if your relationships are suffering, if you've got a marriage that's that's on the rocks, it's going to have an impact on your business. Or if your business is suffering because you didn't give it attention, that that spills through to your relational areas. So I break those those segments down. And in fact, on this goal planning worksheet, the very top item is your life segment. Like you're putting this is relational. This is financial. This is you know, and, and I break those down into six different segments. So I do think that's important. They're all related. And I just put that this book is for anyone that is looking to be better than yesterday, right? Just anyone that has any area of their life they want to be intentional about and be better than yesterday. And, and that could be a hobby. That's one of the areas of life is hobby. And so for me, I'm not saying this is my 12-week goal, but something that I've really had on my mind is I would love to learn how to make stocks for shotguns. Like actually take a piece of walnut and and carve it out and inlet it and checker it and have this beautiful stock like that. That would be a hobby. I'm not doing that to make money, although I might make some YouTube videos on it. And you could have a hobby like that, that you're just intentional about it because no one wants to get to the end of their life or the end of this next year or the end of this next 12 weeks and just say, I'm no better off than I was before. I didn't learn. I didn't grow. I, I didn't accomplish anything. And one of the biggest things we don't want to live with is regret, in my opinion. Get to the end of your life and say, man, I, I wish I would have. I wish I would have. I, I forget who says it, but, but there's a quote out there that says something to the extent of people regret more the things they didn't do than the things they did do. Living a life of regret because you never did it. And I think you and I are, are both pretty good at going out and doing things so we don't have regrets. Um, I, I think we have enormous appetite to go out and learn and grow. So there's always going to be things we're not going to do because here here's another quote. I love this one. You can do anything you want, but you can't do everything because we're limited. We're limited by time, yep. right? Um, but we could go on and on, Nathan. I'm sure we could talk for hours on this. Um, anything else you want to say as we wrap up here about this book? No, just,
1: uh, yeah, approach this year with new excitement. I know there's lots of craziness going on in the world. Don't get distracted, shut off the news and, uh, yeah, make this a fantastic year. Grab the book, um, or in the worksheet uh, in the show notes and, uh, yeah, let's have a, let's have an amazing 2024 first quarter. And then maybe we'll review after this first quarter.
0: Yeah, I I love it. I think that there was some good insight there. This book will help you focus. And uh, something I have to do is also uh, turn turn off the news. It's good to watch a little bit. I don't have a problem with that. But like, don't be absorbed with things you can't control, right? When our life is completely run by things we can't control, we're going to go insane, right? The world, it might be burning in certain areas. Politicians are crazy, this, that, the other. And those things might be true, but you know what? You control how you think, which controls how you feel, and then you can control your actions, which has an impact on outcomes. and And that's really what we want to do going into this new year, new twelve week year. Highly recommend the book, Nathan. So much, uh, thank you so much for joining. And I'd love to get some feedback from folks too on this episode. On what do you think of like this book discussion? Should we do more book discussions? I like to read a lot of books, and I'd love to share more of that. Uh, Until next time, guys, remember, whether you're in the field or in life, you're only going to hit those shots you're laser focused on. So live target focused. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review. And until next time, we'll see you later.